Welcome once again, New Life 313.life, presenting to you the life of excellence. This is Jay Hurt, Senior Lead Minister of New Life 313 Ministries. I'm excited that you're with us today. Ooh, did you like the way I said that today? I was being specific. We're so glad that you're here. You know, we do this because we enjoy bringing the message that God has spoken to us. We also enjoy being with you. Now, we want you to be a part of what God is doing. Would you do me a favor? Be an evangelist with us today. If you're listening to this live, get uh, on your phone or send an email, a text, and tell somebody, hey, go to newlife313.life. Get a 30-minute refresh. If you're listening to this in the archives, share it with somebody. If you're watching this on some other media platform, thank you. We, we are so honored. Now, we do want you to know that you can, if you have a Roku player or an Apple TV player, you can watch our programs there as well on your television. You can watch them live or you can watch them in Memorex. You just go to streamingchurch.tv and when you click on that, you'll look through the channels and you'll find a New Life 313 Ministries. So come on over and watch us and be a part of our ministry channel on Roku and Apple TV and all the other outlets here we're excited by what God is doing you know people are all upset about this and that about last year about this election that part of the election this person that part but we need to understand something God has not been caught off guard you know our family personally in in, in uh, the year ago we we dealt with some personal tragedies some of our partners our hero partners who we love and adore they dealt with some personal tragedy but one thing united us knowing that god is still god and that god is still in control and i i want you to be encouraged today because today i'm going to talk to you about something that i hope will bless you you know, I, I wrote a new book. It's called The Believer's Position. It's a brand new book, and it just came out about two months ago, and it's available, uh, and we'll, we'll be having these in our revivals and at our, our church services, but we want you to have it. But as I thought about what I was going to talk to you about today, I wanted to share something with you on a personal note. I was driving in Tulsa. I love Tulsa. I'm so glad God is God is here. And I was driving in Tulsa, and as I was driving, I came to a stoplight because there was a lot of traffic, and 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 I didn't even notice there was someone behind me. But I waited till the last car went through, and I made sure the light. I was trying to be, you know, all legal, and and I turned before the turn traffic did. And when I did, I noticed out of the rearview mirror there was this car right on my bumper, and I just kind of looked. And they did something as they passed me by and whipped in front of me. Well, when they did, I mean, they almost slammed on their brakes. And I had this overwhelming, I am Italian. I had this overwhelming anger raise up in me just that quick. I whipped around and I got her and they did another signal like a gun or, and, and I looked at them, I whipped in front of them. And, and, you know, at first when they whipped in front of me, I thought they were going to turn into the parking lot there uh, of this thing, but they were just angry. So I whipped around and, and they, 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 almost ran next to me and then they whipped around and almost and finally I just pulled into a parking and you know what I allowed that to upset me I didn't I didn't cuss hallelujah I didn't let that much of my Italian come out if it would have been my mother she would have taught them words they never knew probably but you know I, I but as as I thought about it I thought devil you're a liar 
I am not going to allow you to get up, uh, get me upset. I'm not going to allow it. And I said, God, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, God, for letting that person get me upset. And you know, the word of God says, be angry and sin not. It also says, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. And I even said, Lord, maybe that person had a problem. Maybe they just were going through something. I said, but Lord, I allowed them to put their trash on me. And for that two minutes, I was upset. And you know what? I could have just went on, but man, something rose up in me. Yeah, well, it was my Italian and just it rose up, or my Indian, one of them. And you know, I was about to scalp somebody. But I thought to myself, how silly, how silly. You know, and, and I said, Lord, I want my blessings. I want this ministry blessed. I want your, your blessings on me and my family. And I'm not going to let silliness upset me. See, there's good things to be angry about. Yeah, when people are trying to, hallelujah, destroy your life and take your victory and that, uh, this is good things so later on i was talking to uh, uh, my daughter and and i told her i said you know i said this is not a red or a blue thing that's going on in our nation or or, or even in our life this is a demonic attack and as I thought about that, and I was coming to you today, I thought about all these events. And I thought, you know, Lord, what should I speak to the people? What can I say to them that might encourage them? And then I went to this book, The Believer's Position. I want you to have this book in your life. I want you to have it. If you go to the website, newlife313.life, you, you can go and click on this and order it. Not only would you help New Life with your, your offering, but you'll help yourself. This book will bless you. It's 21 positions. And I scanned through here and I came on position number 15. And it is victory. Can I read it to you just for a moment? I started it off with 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Oh, that's a good chapter, by the way. If you've never read it, read it, read it, because it talks about, hallelujah, going to heaven. But 1 Corinthians 15, 57, it says, but thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Not to man, not to the government, not to our, our spouse or our, our children or our job or our business. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory. Woo, hallelujah. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. As I read this, this is what I wrote. I said, the above scripture should give us a clear view of the position we have been put in as a believer. We have been put into victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You know what? Even when somebody cuts you off on the road or tries to get you mad on the road, you've got victory over that thing. Even when your job, hallelujah, seems to be waning and you're struggling, you've got victory. Even when it seems your business is losing tens of thousands of dollars, you've got victory. Even when the doctors give you a bad report, you have victory. Even when your marriage is in trouble, your children are in trouble, your 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 family's struggling, you're going through sorrow. Yeah, you have victory. How do I know? Because through Jesus Christ, and this is the victory. Jesus Christ has given us victory, but we need to step into that position. We need to say, "Oh, I'm I'm stepping into my victory. I, I'm not going to let this happen. I'm stepping into my victory." God wants you to have victory in your life. But see, the elements 
around us try to take our victory. The elements around us try to take our joy and our peace and our happiness and our outpouring. We don't need to let it. Ooh, I'm speaking to someone today. Hallelujah. I don't care if just one person is watching today. I want you to know you've got victory. You have it. I, it, I, it doesn't matter, hallelujah, if only one person views it on Gab TV or, or YouTube television, whatever the media they're putting this on. I, you have victory. You have it. The, the, the big media companies and, and all these social media companies that are trying to shut down church and shut down conservative voices and shut down you and I, it doesn't matter. You've got victory. How do I know? Because as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. And for this purpose was the Son of God manifested. That he might destroy the works of the devil. He came to destroy the works of the devil. See, you've got to understand something. The enemy wants to scream and holler. And this is what I wrote right here. And I hope this will bless you. Let me read what I wrote to you. It says in... in, in, in uh, section 15 position 15 rather it is not by might nor by power but by the spirit that we are able to stand in the victory daily not sometimes but daily and you know as i prayed as i was writing this book i thought you know what god i i, I want people to get into a position and that will be a believer's position and this is what i wrote we must claim victory when we do not see it claim victory when we seem to be losing the battle before it even starts and we must claim victory when we are being taunted by the demonic forces see that young man uh, or uh, who was in that car who who uh, was upset about something he 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 was he was trying to get my victory and i almost gave it completely to him <laughs> in a way he didn't want it but you know beloved of god i'm not the only one maybe i'm just being too transparent some of y'all have done the same thing yes you have the same thing you've done it but don't let the devil do it anymore to you you've got victory you've got assurance how do I know? Because we have been given the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now unto him, as I taught last week, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we dare to think or ask, according to the power that worketh in us. That's what Jesus is all about. Church, we need to get together. God has given New Life 313 a ministry of deliverance. We, we, we rebuild lives, restore hope, renew vision. Sometimes I say things and people say, oh, I could never get away with saying that. Well, it, it's not I'm trying to get away with anything. It's just we need to get up here and we need to speak truth. This is truth. The people of God will always have victory. How do I know? Through Jesus Christ is how I know. Because Jesus said, I've given to you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. But you know, sometimes it feels like the devil is winning, doesn't it? It feels like the devil is succeeding. You know, during World War II, when the enemy was pushing back, General MacArthur made a statement, I will return. And he did so. And when he returned, he brought victory. There was a story about General Patton, that General Patton took his men and he, 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 he took them miles and miles and miles. They were tired, they were worn out, but he took them and he said, I will 
win this battle. And he did it. There were times, hallelujah, when, when we see during World War II that they, they begin to say, hallelujah, you know, uh, uh, it, uh, you know remain calm and, and stay calm and, and continue doing what you're doing. Just endure hardness as a good soldier. And, and Winston Churchill said, never, never, never surrender. Never look back. You've got to make up your mind when the bombs of uh, finances, the bombs of health, the bombs of frustration, the bombs of family problems are falling in your life. you got to make up your mind. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm done. I'm done. I've got the victory no matter what it looks like. You can either cower in a corner and roll up in a fetal position and say, oh, I can't do this. Why, God, why? Or you can stand up and say, oh, no, no, not today. No. Uh, you know, they, they, uh, there's these uh, um, bumper stickers on people's cars and in the back of their windows, and they even have posters that says, not today, devil. you got to make up your mind. Not today, devil. Somebody said, well, you know what, brother? You don't understand. Uh, my social status makes me a victim no it doesn't you know what people need to get over their whiteness they need to get over their blackness they need to get over their brownness they need to get over their redness they need to get over this stuff and have victory in life if you're a child of god god's not saying oh they're black i can't give them victory or god's not saying oh that white person over there i can't give them victory god's not saying oh wait a minute those people are brown skin i can't give them victory no it says anyone in christ anyone he didn't say, oh, they're blind. I can't give them victory. No, for this war, for this cause was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of de the, uh, the devil and bring the works of God. <laughs> victory. Let me give you an example. 1 Samuel. I love 1 Samuel. I, I, I just love reading about King David. He's one of my favorite people. 1 Samuel 7.45 says this. Without knowing it, David, before he became king, this is the event that changed his destiny. He was a shepherd boy who had been anointed king, but he wasn't a king yet. <laughs> but there was a giant by the name of Goliath. Everybody knows this. You know, we even use it in our, our lives today. You know, when we talk about big companies against little companies, you know, it's a David against Goliath. Well, let me show you something. David preached a message, probably one of the greatest messages ever preached without even knowing he was preaching. Look what he said. 1 Samuel 17, 45. Then said David to the Philistine, Goliath, the giant, thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. Whew. Doesn't it feel like the enemy is always pre-armored? <laughs> He's got the best armor. Doesn't it seem like it sometimes? He said, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. Now, where do we get our victory? Through the Lord Jesus Christ. I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. David kept on preaching. He said, this day will the Lord deliver you into my hand, and I will smite thee, and I will take thine head from thee, and I will give your carcass, hallelujah, of the host of the Philistine this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of that little David boy. He was, he, he, was, he was cocky. He was just like, let me tell you what's going to happen. Not because he was arrogant. Not because he was king and he had to do that. No, Saul king was hiding in the tent. But David had, an, had a, a strength about him because he knew what God had done for him out in the shepherd's field. 
He knew though his brothers and his father, I mean, they, you talk about dysfunction, they didn't even remember he was out there and Samuel said, is there anybody else I can anoint? And his dad said, oh yeah, by the way, oh yeah, 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 I got little David out there. Here comes David. He's ruddy. The Bible says he's ruddy. I'm 5'9". David was probably about my height. So let's just say he's my height. 5'9". Well, they estimate Goliath was anywhere from 9 to 12 feet tall. You may not think that's very tall, but think about this. If David was 6 foot tall, which he wasn't, but if he was 6 foot tall and Goliath was 12 foot, that was twice as big as David. But David said, I'm going to give your carcass and the Philistines to the fowl of the air and to the beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel and all the assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear for the battle is not the Lord's and he will give you into my hand. He will give you into my hand. Now unto God who giveth us the victory. Now thanks be to God. Excuse me. I'm getting my scriptures across. Now thanks be to God who giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. David looked at Goliath and he said, you know, you come to me with a sword and a spear, but I come to you simply in the name of the Lord. It is through Jesus Christ that you have victory. I come to you in the name of the Lord. And through the name of the Lord, I command you to listen what I'm going to say. He began to preach. He began to say, let me tell you, I'm coming in the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Oh, hallelujah. The righteous run into it and they are saved. Hallelujah. Then he said, this day the Lord will deliver you. Not only am I coming in the name of the Lord, but today the Lord will deliver you into my hand. And then David said something key here that is so powerful. He said that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel and all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword or spear for the battle is the Lord's and he will, he will give it into our hands. David let the Israelites know. He let the Philistines know. And we are now preaching it to the world. Preaching to the world what happened on that battlefield. And David said the whole world will know. We do know. David was prophesying a victory before it ever happened. David was prophesying, hallelujah, a victory before, hallelujah, he ever threw a stone. He was prophesying a victory and preaching a message of the greatness of God. Some of y'all need today, hallelujah, need to prophesy a victory over your life. Instead of getting up in the morning, oh, God, I don't want to get up. Oh, my back hurt. Oh, no. You need to get up and say, God, I, I speak that this is the day the Lord has made. I've got victory. I, my body may not feel it, but I've got victory. My mind not, may not see it, but I've got victory. My heart may not be pumping the way, but I've got victory. I may have went through the plague last year, but I've got victory. I may have suffered loss last year, but I've got victory. Oh, you need to look at your giant and preach the word like David did. David prophesied the whole earth is going to know about this. And guess what? Probably every country in the world in their own language knows about a David and Goliath battle. But see, the world has tried to downplay it that David was just this small little lord over this little band of misfits. But no, he was a king over a mighty nation. See, I wrote this. The victory has already been given to you. It was given to you at the cross.
It was confirmed as yours there. Every victory comes at a cost, though. Now, see, that's key. What are you willing to do to get your victory? It's already there. What are you willing to do? David had to step on the battlefield, and David had to proclaim, God is the Lord of our nation. Ooh, that'll speak to that'll preach right there and speak to somebody. It's time for the church to step on the battlefield, tell these demonic hordes that are trying to run our government, trying to turn us into a socialistic, communistic, ungodly country. Hallelujah. That the nation whose God is the Lord will prosper. We need to step out and we need to tell them in the name of the Lord. I don't come to you with sword and spears. I come to you in the name of the Lord. See, they cannot fight the word of God. That's why they're trying to suppress it and knock it down. This is what Philistines were doing, what Goliath was doing. Goliath was a mighty warrior. In fact, it says he was trained warrior from his youth. In fact, even they told David, you're just a shepherd boy, but he is a mighty warrior trained from his youth. But David said, the same God that gave me the lion and the bear shall give this man into my hand. I wrote this, and I hope this will bless you. you, you a victory will cost you something. David had to step onto the battlefield. Paul had to become a traveling evangelist. Noah had to take 120 years to build an ark. Abraham had to start walking to a city whose builder and maker was God. Moses had to return to Egypt. And the Lord Jesus Christ, yes he did, had to die on the cross for all of us to get our victory. See, you have been positioned for victory. My question is, are you out of position because of life's events? Have you allowed the devil to get you out of position because you've suffered some sorrow, some death? Some financial loss, some spiritual loss, some emotional loss, some physical loss. Have you allowed the devil to talk you out of your breakthrough, of your miracle? Have you allowed the devil to tell you you will never succeed? You need to look at that devil and say, nope, I've already got victory. How do I know? Well, let me read it to you again. First, first Corinthians uh, 15 and 27, uh, 57. Because unto God, who has given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, but he started that off with these words. But thanks be to God. Your victory starts by you thanking God before you see it. That's what David did. David proclaimed, today you will be given to my hand. Today. 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 But he started it off by giving thanks to God. He said, I give glory to God, not to you. In fact, when he told them about the lion and the bear, he said, but God delivered them into my hands. Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. Your victory begins first and foremost in your gratitude to God, your thankfulness for God, and stepping onto the battlefield and paying the cost with your worship to God. Friend, I want you to have victory in your life today. Can I pray for you? Let me pray for you today. Let me read this scripture to you. 2 Corinthians 2.14 Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. That's your word for today. Victory. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for every listener. Lord, whether they're watching live or God at a later time. I want you to let them know that God, through you, they have victory. Through you, God, they have, God, the victory. Their giants are slain. Their, their bodies are healed.
Their joy is renewed. Their peace has come. Finances are restored. And God, breakthrough is theirs. Father, I speak to the one that maybe have just come by this channel, Lord, and maybe they're a backslidden Christian and they need you, Lord. God, forgive their sins, Lord. Lord, I ask that, God, you touch the sinner, that, God, you forgive them. And, God, the way to do it, Lord, is for them to, God, confess the Lord Jesus with their mouth and believe in their heart that he is Lord. Father, I ask that, Lord, they simply pray, dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. I accept you as my Savior. I give you my life. Help me to be that person that is clean and strong in you, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Friend, I believe if you prayed that prayer, the Lord Jesus heard you. I believe that the power of God is real. I believe that God's hand is strong upon your life, and God wants to give you hope and assurance. You have victory. I want you to have this book. Get online and order this book today. Get this book into your life. Get your Bible next to you. Read this book, The Believer's Position. Read it. It will change your life. In fact, I'll tell you what. Everyone who will become a new partner with us for one year, I have a special book for you. It's called Sitting on Your Ashes, a book that I wrote a few years ago, and I want you to have it in your life. And I want you to be blessed by it. If you'll simply write to the address that's on the screen or, 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 or connect with us through the website and let us know, I'm going to partner with you. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to become a hero partner. Those of you who will do this, I want you to have the book sitting on your ashes and I'll send it to you. No charge to send it to you. Just postage, paid, everything. Send it straight to you. But you got to give us your address and join in this army of new life. We are an army of new life. We're bringing new life to those who are broken and hurt and going through struggles. To all of our hero partners that are already a part of this kingdom building ministry, thank you for being a hero partner with us today. You have blessed us so much. You have kept us strong. You have kept us victorious. You have kept us, hallelujah, hallelujah, standing strong. Thank you for supporting this ministry. If you haven't yet been become a partner with us, as I said, I, I want to send you the book, Sitting on Your Ashes, and I hope it will bless you and encourage you. Would you pray about partnering with New Life today? Today is the day the Lord has made. Therefore, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Right now, God has given us an opportunity to, to get some new property for the New Life Ministry Center. We want you to be a part of it. We want to bring ministry to people. We want to teach evangelism. We want to teach, hallelujah, the prophetic to people and encourage their life. But we need you, God's people, to do it. I've already believed God that we're going to see what we're going to do. But before we can do any of that, before we can pursue any of that, we need to make sure that the ministry bills are taken care of, that there's no debt. The Word of God says, oh, no man, anything but to love them. So would you pray about sowing into new life today? I know you will. And see, when you partner with someone, it's not just, hallelujah, to say, hey, I'm their partner. But no, you, you partner in prayer, in your finance, in your faith, and in your joy. And in your, 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 your combining your joy and faith together with that person, would you partner with us? Partnership is more than just a word. It's a life. It's a, a, a hope and a strength. And you are the ones that we believe in. Thank you for listening to New Life 313 today. We hope that you were blessed today. Don't forget, 
our Sunday morning uh, a live stream is at 9 a.m. Eastern uh, Central Time. All of a sudden, I was back east. I don't know why. <laughs> Central Time. We want you to be a part of this. You can you can view our live stream before you go to your service if you're in another city. So be a part of what God is doing here at New Life 313 Ministries, where God wants to set you up for victory. God's not setting you up for failure. God's setting you up for victory. I want to speak the prophetic word over you that you are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Hallelujah. Once again, we're so glad that you were able to be with New Life 313 Ministries. You're the one who keeps us encouraged. You're the one who keeps our, our hopes alive, if you will, in victory. And I want you to know that we love and appreciate you so much. Once again, we want you to know because of you, we are able to rebuild lives, restore hope, renew vision, and you, my friend, have purpose. God bless you. We'll see you next time.